Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm James Paleologopoulos. Boston has been warming up lately. Temperatures Friday are expected to reach a high of 69 degrees, with the rest of the week looking like more of the same, and partly cloudy weather throughout. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On Wednesday, 11 members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. Nine of them were students, and two of them were employees. For the week of October 29th to November 4th, 0.1% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, with 0.16% of tested faculty and 0.17% of tested staff also receiving positive test results. On average, BU's lab took 17.8 hours to process each test. 37 students are currently in isolation, and 161 students have recovered from the disease. Alala Kajioka is here now with more details on the latest COVID trends at Boston University. Boston University Vice President has noted that the jump in COVID-19 cases this week has been, quote, very concerning, end quote. This week's COVID-19 report revealed that Boston University has had 10 new cases of COVID-19, the highest single-day increase of cases this semester. It is the first time the campus has had a double-digit number of positive cases. In the last week, 20 students and 11 faculty members have tested positive for the virus. Director of BU Student Health Services Judy Platt said there has been several reported parties that happened during Halloween weekend. She suspects that in the days that follow, more positive cases may be reported as an aftermath to these parties. Platt encourages students to reach out to BU Healthway if they are concerned about having been exposed to the virus. She also encourages students to follow COVID-19 protocols and keep wearing a mask at all times. In Boston, Massachusetts, this is Alala Kajioka from WTBU News. Joining us now is Alex Corey with a report on the latest COVID-19 orders issued by the governor's office. Several new executive orders by Governor Charlie Baker will go into effect starting at 12.01 a.m. on Friday to try to combat rising COVID numbers in the state. Baker's orders include a statewide mask mandate that requires a mask to be worn at all times, even when social distancing is possible, both indoors and outdoors. The governor will also enact a curfew that will last from 10 p.m. through 5 a.m. Bars and restaurants must close by 9.30 p.m., and liquor stores are required to stop selling alcohol by that time as well. Gathering limits at private residences across Massachusetts will be reduced, Baker said. Indoor gatherings at private residences will be reduced from 25 to 10 people, and outdoor gatherings will be reduced from 50 to 25 people. While gathering limits at event venues remain unchanged, Baker said all gatherings at public and private spaces will be required to end by 9.30 p.m., except for religious or political events. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Alex Corey for WTBU News. Now we'll head over to Hannah Yoshinaga for an update on the lawsuits filed by President Donald Trump challenging several states as they continue to process ballots for the presidential election. Judges in Georgia and Michigan on Thursday dismissed lawsuits filed by the Trump campaign that sought to challenge the post-election day ballot counting process. The Trump campaign filed lawsuits in Michigan and Pennsylvania requesting access to inspect ballots that had already been received and processed, but the Michigan suit was denied after a Michigan judge deemed that Trump was unlikely to succeed in court. The campaign also filed a lawsuit in Chatham County, Georgia, over 53 absentee ballots believed to have been submitted past the election day deadline. However, that lawsuit was dismissed once election officials confirmed the ballots in question were received on time. The campaign won an appellate ruling in Pennsylvania to move campaign observers closer to ballot counters, but will not be able to further impact the counting process. Another possible legal challenge could be mounted in Wisconsin, 
where the Trump campaign has already indicated it will ask for a recount. Other lawsuits could still be filed as President Trump has accused Democrats of trying to steal the presidential election and alleged that fraudulent voting has taken place in several battleground states. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Hannah Yoshinaga for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Victoria Popovska on why the president of Kosovo is stepping down from office. Kosovo President Hashim Tachi resigned on Thursday after being indicted for war crime charges. The former president was sent to a special court in The Hague to face charges for crimes against humanity as well as war crimes. During his resignation announcement, Tachi said that he was resigning in order to protect the integrity of the presidency of Kosovo. The special Hague court confirmed Tachi's arrival late Thursday and released a redacted version of the indictment that was initially filed in April. The indictment charges Tachi and three other former Kosovo Liberation Army commanders, Kadri Veseli, Recep Selimi, and Jacob Krasnik. All four are expected to appear in court within the coming days for committing nearly 100 murders and other atrocities against hundreds of victims of Kosovo-Albanian, Serb, Roma, and other ethnicities. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Victoria Popovska for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full radio program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Gabriela Lopez, Megan Gregoire, Alex Corey, and Grace Ferguson, I'm James Pilio Logopolos, reporting from Agua, Massachusetts, for WTBU News.